In case you missed the big announcement on last week's episode, Themis Bar Review is now the official season sponsor for Legally NYC. You may be thinking, why is a bar review company sponsoring a podcast that is focused on law school life? Well, the easy answer is that Themis is so much more than just bar prep. Their resources for law school are second to none, not to mention they are free. They have law school essentials courses for 1Ls and for those in their 2L or 3L years. Each course features online videos, comprehensive outlines, and even practice questions so you can test your knowledge before it's tested on your final exams and eventually on the bar exam. If you haven't seen a Themis attorney rep on your campus and are looking for free law school essentials materials, sign up for it at themisbarsocial.com slash legally NYC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Having people, like, actually invested in that and, like, are along with me is nice. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Legally NYC. This is your host, Erin. I have another wonderful guest with me today. This is Cameron Monet. Hey, y'all. I'm so excited to be here and get into the tea. Yes, we're so excited to have Cameron. Cameron and I met at the Empire State of Law Conference. And right away, I was like, this energy. I was like, I need this energy on my podcast. I was like, she's just a good time. So, I'm so excited. I know. So I was so excited when she said yes, that she'd love to come on. She loves doing podcasts. But for those of you that don't know who Cameron is, she is a YouTuber, attorney, vlogger, TikToker. She's everything. So Cameron, do you want to give your own little elevator pitch about yourself? Just how do you like to introduce yourself? <laughs> sure. Well, since you insist, girl, no. <laughs> hey, y'all. I'm Cameron. Cameron with a K. I am a YouTuber influencer, entrepreneur, content creator, influencer marketing consultant, and a licensed attorney. Little plot twist on there. Uh, I love everything about social media and the digital space. So not only do I work in there as a creator, but now I work there as a consultant, as attorney. I help other creators, entrepreneurs navigate contract space with brand partnerships to make sure we are getting adequately paid. Okay, period. Yes. So very important. I will hire Cameron when I am um, big enough to start making big deals. And I'm like, Cameron... Help me out, girl. <laughs> Period. Let's manifest it, okay? Yes, yeah, so we're manifesting it right here, right now. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so that's Cameron. She, I don't know, just everything you do is so cool because you do such a good like mix of things. So we have her on today. We're going to do for our main chunk of the episode. It'll be a little best of both worlds is what we're calling it. A little- oh, period. Yeah. And that's that's what I'm all about. Yep. I love a two for one. Yeah. Yes. But before we jump into that, like how does she do both? How'd she get into it? Let's learn a little bit more about her. So Cameron. Okay. Where are you from? Oh, okay. So all around the world. No, I was born <laughs> in Manhattan, New York. I was raised in Flint, Michigan. I went to college in Georgia and now I'm currently in Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> Okay, yeah, all all around the country for sure. <laughs> East Coast, at least. Yeah, all around the East Coast. East Coast, totally fair. Um, so now you are in. You said Alabama. Yeah, I love it. I love the South. Coming from like Michigan to New York, I'm sorry. Yeah. The weather here. Oh yeah, now I'm spoiled. Yeah, basically. I totally. I feel that. I went to undergrad in San Diego, and I miss. I miss. Oh my goodness! All the time. Mm-mm-mm. But so you're from there. That's where you live. And where did you go to law school? You said you went to Alabama. Alabama. Okay. So that's how mm-hmm. you ended up in Alabama for law yep. school. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I thought I was going to go back to Georgia because I love Georgia and like Atlanta mm-hmm. and all that. And then honestly, there's something about like the small city of Birmingham that I just love. Like I love yeah. about it because I get like the city kind of baby city vibes without the traffic. So I'm like, oh, this is great. This I love great. that. And it's a lot more affordable. Okay. Let me tell you. 
Oh my God. Yeah. New York is not affordable. And um, yeah, I'm sure it's more affordable than Atlanta too. Um, Very much so. And I went to school at Stanford University, so I didn't go to Alabama University in McLean, but it's in Alabama. Okay. Okay. And how did you pick your law school then? Because you said you didn't think you'd be there. So yeah. (laughs) How'd you, how'd you end up there then if that's not what you envisioned? (laughs) So honestly, I thought about going to law school, like in the middle of college, I was not the person that was like, all my life, I want to go to law school and be a lawyer. Like, nah, (laughs) girl, I was like, I'm going to be an actress on Broadway. So catch me on the films um, and on the stage. But my advisor was an attorney and he was like, hey, you need to pick a major. And I'm like, "Mm, okay. And he's like, just try some pre-law classes. And I tried them. I love them. I've always liked to read, write, research. And Mm -hmm. to me, like being on stage felt the same as like being in the courtroom. So I did mock trial in undergrad applied to like all these law schools. I was like, listen, if I get in, I'm gonna go. So I got into several schools and then I just got the best scholarship offer at Cumberland. I was like, great. They have a great trial team program. Mm -hmm. The school was beautiful. Let me just see what it's about. Okay. And then you just fell in love with it. And that was literally, I fell in love with, I really had a good law school experience. I mean, considering aside from like the studying part, you know, you got to actually pass the class, but yeah, yeah. But that, I had, great um I had such a great experience there and like I networked so much there and now I'm just I just love the south I'm kind of like addicted but I'm not against going anywhere else (laughs) I absolutely love that honestly I'm jealous of the weather like I said I was telling Cameron before I hopped on it's (laughs) raining here today and it's like kind of cold and rainy I didn't know it was gonna rain oh so I'm jealous of you. That's it's so- literally like 96 degrees here. Right yes. Yeah. Literally. Oh, I'm so jealous. Okay. So that's where you went to school. That's where you're from. What is your astrological signs? What's your sun sign? Oh, okay, girl. Let me get my little co-star app. Oh, yes, you. yes, yes. You when got my friend put me on this. I was like, it is over. I know who I am. No, wow. um, so I am a Virgo moon, okay. of course, period, because I mean, mm-hmm. Virgo. Um, Taurus, no, Virgo sun, Taurus moon, Aquarius rising. There we go. Okay. okay. I don't know. I don't know much about, about Taurus and Aquarius, but Virgo. Yeah. Okay. You know, my my, birthday, so my sister is a Taurus and um, she's, I never know how to explain them. I feel like they're, <laughs> she's like a very, well, well let me explain her. She's like a very, she's a very bubbly person, but also like kind of reserved at the same time. Mm. I don't know. That, that sounds about right. Yeah. Me. The Virgo kind of throws me out because like, since it's my son, I feel like I'm like overly organized sometimes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like give yeah. me a to-do list. I will thrive. To-do yes. list, calendar, color coordinated. It's like, girl, wow. Oh Good my God, I love color coordinated. <laughs> Oh my god. That could be like a type A thing too though. Yeah, but I feel like that goes hand in hand with like your signs. You know, like yeah. some signs are more prone, I feel like, to be type A than others. You know, that's what I think. That found. is true. Mm-hmm. That is so true. Yeah. I'm a Pisces, so um I I don't think that's the part of me that's type A. I think that's just the um the ADHD <laughs> in me trying to overcompensate for the lack of organization. <laughs> But I'm like very Pisces, like my head's up in the clouds. I'm like a dreamer. I'm like, I'm going to do all these things. So it's, yeah, I love astrology, but you've got to get on the pattern app right now. You're using, let me take some notes. Okay. You got to download the pattern. I like that one because (laughs) it gives you more of a description of like what your different, um, how the different parts of you kind of interact. So like co-star and it gives you like the rundown of what house everything's in and what it means. Right. But the pattern will tell you like, I don't know, kind of overarching the patterns is what they call them patterns in your life. <laughs> They'll give you the patterns. The patterns. Yeah, the pattern. But um it's also cool because they have like a relationship comparison thing. So it can be like romantic relationships or friendship. Like you get to pick which one Ooh. it is. And it'll like say how you interact based on your charts together and it's like honestly Ooh. accurate i'll read things i'll be like, oh my god that is hot like, that's why i should have left him alone mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah i've had some of those and i'm like oh yeah it's right yeah 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 <laughs> tragic is that yeah. what's happening yeah walk away yeah but check out that one i love the pattern oh i will noted yes okay so 
And last question for you before we jump into the like best of both worlds. How did you or when did you decide what area of law you wanted to go into? Like, did you know while you were in school or did you kind of figure it out after as you went? What was your journey to finding your practice area? Yeah. So I went into law school and I'm like, I'm going to be a district attorney. I'm going to do the criminal law thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a, I feel like everybody like at some point, usually people say that. Yeah, so yeah. I clerked at the DA's office. I actually loved it. But I was like, let me just see what else is out there. And I was volunteering and there was an attorney that was volunteering with me. And he was like, hey, I do employment law. Have you ever thought about it? And I'm like, what is that? Like, no. <laughs> but if y'all are offering a job, then then I'm like- available. Um, so yeah, I like went to their firm, got to know them. I clerked with them my, after my second year. And during my third year, they offered me a job. And I said, yes. Oh my so God. I just stumbled in employment law, literally. That's so funny. So I never know what employment law is. There's so many firms, I feel like, that say they do employment law. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what that is. Yeah. So it's almost, it's kind of like the civil side of some criminal things. So like any type of discrimination, harassment, retaliation, um, things like that, which is real. it was really interesting to me. And then like, it's a lot of contracts in that. So then it's like, that led me into now that I do like influencer marketing contracts. Mm -hmm. I already kind of had that uh, experience. Mm -hmm. Then a lot of creators are hiring. So when they come to me like, Hey, I'm thinking about having an assistant, I can help them draft those contracts and talk through what that would look like from an employment perspective too. Okay. This makes so much sense. I don't know why. Just when I hear employment law, I'm like, I have no <laughs> idea what that is. But like that. That's, is, that was me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know what this is, but that makes a lot of sense. So it's kind of the civil suit side in terms of like the criminal things that yep. happen with harassment, but then it's also yep. like the contracts and hiring. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Yep. It's all coming together in my head. Okay. <laughs> Okay. I lied though. I do have one more question for you. The last one is just, what are your three biggest tips for current law students? Ooh, good. Okay. One is like my life motto, which is what's for you is for you. So stay in your own lane. Everything that works for somebody else just might not work for you. And that's okay. Like just what's for you is going to be for you. You can help others. You can give them your notes, but I promise you they will not take away your grades. They will not take away your job. You're going to get what you're going to get regardless. So that's my number one tip. I love it. Second would be, it's okay to take breaks. You need them. Take breaks. Call a friend that is not in law school. Talk about things that have nothing to do with the law. Take time for yourself, whether it's a walk, whether it's a workout, whether it's drinking your coffee, looking at the clouds, like those moments like help fuel you and you think, oh, I'm wasting time. Like you need this to survive because it's it's difficult. Um, so learn those healthy habits while you're in law school. Cause when you're a lawyer, it's still going to be just as crazy. Yeah. Um, and then three would be, it's okay to pivot. So when you're in law school and you get that first job, you feel like this has to be the job, like the job of all, I'm going to stay here forever. And it's just not the case for a lot of people. So it's okay to pivot, to change the area of law you want to do, to change if you want to practice or not, like it's okay to change that. So be flexible. That would be my three tips. I love those. Those are great. I especially like the take breaks one because I feel like a lot of people do just caught, get caught up in mm-hmm. law school. And like I just have to study 24 seven. Like I'm either studying yeah. or doing my extra <laughs> or like writing for something. Like you got to breathe <laughs> or you're going to burn yes, out. Like, wow. wow. Sleep is a weapon. That's what something my um, trial team coach, he would tell us like rest is a weapon. Like y'all have to sleep because we would be up trying to memorize everything and do it. And he's like, uh, uh-uh. everybody go to bed. Mm hmm. Yeah, I love that. No, my brain does not work if I don't sleep. Like when I don't sleep, I'm walking around and I'm like, how do I, how do I make thoughts? Like, how do I get anything to come into my head? Like today? Yeah, I was like, what, what day is it? What, what classes do I have? Like, what are we doing? So, um, I love those. Those are fantastic tips. Okay. So we shall get into the major part of the episode now. Okay, everybody. So time for the best of both worlds with Cameron. So Cameron, for the people that don't follow you, like they're just learning about you now, which you all have to go follow her after listening to this, of course. Um, Anyway, so what was first for you? Was it the legal field law school? Or was it the influencer YouTubing? 
How did mm-hmm. it start? Which was first? So it was the influencer YouTubing. So I started my YouTube channel in 2014. That was the first like social media platform I was on where I wanted to use it as a creator. Like I had MySpace, but like I had, that, <laughs> I wasn't using it for that. So YouTube was like that girl. I, I was watching so many YouTube girls do their makeup and hair. And I'm like, oh, I'm about to do that. I had people ask me all the time because I'm always like changing my hair. They're like, girl, just make a YouTube channel. I was like, who is you, Miss YouTube? So then I made one. And I said, okay. At this time, I wasn't making any money. I was still in college. And I was just like posting videos literally in my dorm. Cringy. If you guys want to see my first few videos, they're still up there. I'm going to look. Still up there. <laughs> Please do. I like to keep them. Sometimes I'm like, oh, delete those. Stop it. Um, but it shows the growth. And it shows my entire experience. And like I blogged through law school and stuff like that. But it started with YouTube. Went to law school. And I was like, well, I still have this passion for creating. So the content is just going to have to change. I'm not doing my hair, girl. I'm in class with a bun. So y'all gonna have to get this law school content. So then I started sharing like blogging and like exams and the stress of it all and figuring out what the heck am I doing. (laughs) And then that just transitioned into when I was practicing and then now like being a full-time creator and entrepreneur. I absolutely love that. Do you ever go back and watch your old videos yourself? (laughs) You go back yes. and watch them. I do not. Sometimes I don't watch it in its entirety, mm-hmm. but there's definitely times where I went back, especially I do like at the beginning of the year, I do like my goals for the year. So I'll go back to watch that. Yeah. Um, and like when I'm frustrated, I'm like, oh, I'm just so unmotivated. I will watch my law school vlogs and like the passion, like as a law student, I had to like graduate and the excitement. And then now, like, I never want to take for granted, like being a licensed attorney, whether I'm practicing or not. Like, it's just a great place to be. And then like, I get to create content for amazing brands. It's I have to remind myself sometimes, like, girl, if you don't sit down and be grateful for someone, get. <laughs> yeah, you're like, look at where we came from. Look at where we are now. Literally. Yeah, it's like a video diary for yourself, basically. It is. You can look back. I love it. And, like, travel vlogs, like, with family and friends. Like, I've done some travels with where I got to bring my mom on a brand. Like, oh, it's, it's just fun. It's just, I love looking back at that kind of stuff. And it, it's just video diaries. Exactly. That's a great way to put yeah. it. No, I absolutely love that. I'll look back at some of my old TikToks I made. Like before I even started the podcast, and I'm like, oh God, we were we were putting these things out there, <laughs> and I'll just be wow. like, yeah. It's just like it's funny to look back, and I'll look back and be like, wow, I'm like a totally different person, even like two years ago. So, yeah, it's like, shoot, I'm like the beginning of the year. I'm like, who was that? Yeah, girl? literally, I'm like, oh my God, I was so fake. I was on here like these <laughs> are some of my favorite tips for like law school applications, and I was like, that's not even my voice. <laughs> Like, who was talking? Speaking. Yeah. And even, like, with my podcast, like, some older episodes, I listen, and I'm like, I feel like I was just trying so hard, and now I just like to come on and just, like, chat and vibe, and I'm like, this is just more fun this way. So Exactly. I feel like you have to find your, like, your rhythm and, like, your lane in the creative space, and it definitely takes time, because then sometimes I'm like, girl, what was you even talking about? Please. You know, you just get better over time. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I I agree with that because it's like you live, you learn, you practice makes, I feel like never perfect. There's like never perfect in the creative world, but practice makes better and different. Yeah. (laughs) So that's good. Practice makes better. Yeah. Makes better. Okay. That's so fun though. I love that you started kind of the creating and the vlogging before you were even in law school. It wasn't like Mm -hmm. you were there and you were like, well, I'm going to take people along. It was like, way back before that you're like in the youtube era where it was like yeah just like let me show you how i do my hair literally like, like here are five tips like yeah welcome it's, to my youtube channel <laughs> like, exactly so crazy very basic to see, crazy to see like where you are now and like how that's kind of changed over time and that it like followed you through your whole journey through law school and yeah. now you're practicing so so cool yeah. yeah what's your favorite what's been your favorite part about having the YouTube channel, like throughout all of this, what do you, yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> probably two things. One, the reflecting, like being able to see myself and see the growth. Like I journal and stuff like that, but it's nothing like going back, like you were saying with your podcast, like going and listening to your younger self, like, wow, I had no idea like five years I'd be here. Or like mm-hmm. I had all these dreams and goals and it's like, girl, I'm doing it. Or I changed my mind or girl, you would never <laughs> go do that ever, girl. Bye, you crazy. Um, it's just so interesting, like visually see it. Um, That would probably be the first thing. And then second is I have so many community members. Oh, I don't know why I'm getting emotional. That was weird. Um, I, don't, I have so many community members that have been following me for years. Like the comments that are like, I decided to go to law school because of you or 
you know what? I thought I had to stay at my horrible job, but I saw you left. And like, not that my job was horrible, but like they're situated, like just seeing you be able to leave, like, or seeing you embrace whatever new that I do. Cause I'm always doing something different child, but it's just <laughs> having people like actually invested in that. And like, are along with me is nice. I love that. And then they're like inspired by what you do. So kind of yes, seeing how you it's like, wow. Yeah, it's like, wow, people like they listen, they've been following. Yeah, it's, it's crazy sometimes. Say. I'm like, that's a lot. The pressure is getting worse. Like, yeah, whoa. I'm like, this is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But that's so cool, too. And because you've been doing it for so long, like you've built such yeah. like a solid community from it, from these people yeah. that have been following you from the beginning. And that's that's just so, so cool. It is. It's it's a beautiful responsibility to have. A beautiful responsibility. That's a good way to put it. Yep, yeah. That's because it does come with responsibility, like putting for sure, putting your thoughts and ideas out there. Do you want to talk a little yeah. bit kind of how like responsibility does come into play, especially with also like being a practicing attorney? Right. Like, okay. How that like crossover happens. Yeah. Um definitely being a practicing attorney like one thing about me is I'm not never going to put myself in a position intentionally to be disbarred that is absolutely not I will fight for my life no it took me too long to get here <laughs> but um yeah those three years I mean three years in the bar it's like oh you get very protective um but it's one part of me is like I want to show that there's no cookie cutter way to be an attorney like I want to be my honest true self I want to have fun with my friends like, I want to experience life. I want to travel. I want to show that I am a creative. You know, all these things that are, I could say, more of a non-traditional lawyer thing. Like, you know, we think of a lawyer, you think, okay, got a white button up, got the black pantsuit, you're going oh. to the firm, you're sitting in the office. <laughs> it's like, there's so much more to being an attorney. It's like, I always say I'm a creative first, and I'm an attorney second. And like, even both of those titles, it's not who Cameron is. It's just something that I love to do. But yeah, so I try to show like, that but also making sure that I'm not sharing confidential information about clients but I also want to share like how I'm able to help clients and like there's a thin line between that um because I have clients that aren't in my same state I'm consulting I try to make sure that's clear like hey I'm not your attorney that's a different type of experience mm. and things like that so I try to make sure that I'm within the ethics of course um but then still showing the fun aspects as well it, it can be hard to find that balance but now it's a lot easier because I work for myself. So it's kind of like I don't have the responsibility of like, I don't know, like having the law firm be yeah. a reflection of me too. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of nice. So it makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. To yeah. Was that tough to a little bit tough to navigate them when you did have an employer when like, did they have any strict rules around like social media and stuff? I know it depends on the employer. Some are like, yeah, private. Like, did they have a problem with it or were they? Yeah. Um, so they not until towards the end, but they knew. I mean, I've had social media before them. They thought I had just started it. And I'm like, oh. cute. Y'all just got here, but we've been here. Yeah. Um, so I think it's just about being transparent. And like for me, I'm just naturally a little bit more modest and conservative when it comes to the content I post. Mm -hmm. Like I don't do a lot of, I'm not really in a lot of like conflicts when it comes to like conversations. That mm -hmm. to me is like personal. I'll talk politics. I'll talk all these things in person on calls like things like that but for me my platform is like I'm not I won't discuss things that I don't feel like I'm an expert or I'm well versed in like yeah, I smart. I can give my opinion but because again the, the beautiful responsibility mm -hmm. some people may take my opinion as truth and if, it's, if I'm not comfortable with someone may taking it as the truth versus just like me just having a conversation with like friends then I won't say it just yeah. out of the fact that I don't want that to turn into okay that's what she thought or that's what she said because something I have learned over the years is I mean, our mindsets change. Like, we grow up. Like, I'm 29 now. And I started, I was like, I don't know, what, 20, 20? <laughs> so, like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like I'm a totally different person. So, I don't want to ever put myself in a box of, like, I have to stick to this opinion. Because shifting it yeah. with an audience of any size can be a whole lot of work. Uh, yeah. so I'm just a little bit more cautious when it comes to that talk about. Now, if it's something I stand by, like, period. Like, I'm going to say it and I say what I mm -hmm. say, period. But I need to make sure, like, I'm in a place where I can take the good and the bad from someone else's opinion, no matter how I feel. Yeah, no, that's really smart because you do definitely have to be careful, especially like talking about like politics and stuff. Because yes, or laws. Like, yeah, politics and laws. Um, especially like you said, because like you even as a person will change over time. So like what if your own of you shifts? Like you have all these people, maybe you'd then like just get a following of people that agree with you on like that thing. 
And then right. what if you like shift your idea about something and they're like, well, that's not, that's not what she said. Right. And, and she's a liar. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Exactly. Like, no, I'm just, I'm just a person. Like we learn things. I'm human. Yeah. I'm human. We learn, we change our minds, we grow. Like that's, that's what life's yeah. about. But yeah, that's definitely, that's definitely a tricky thing. I try to be careful on here with stuff like that too. Of course, like I'll talk about things that are important. But yeah. I'm not going to, like, push my agenda on people unless it's, like, so, so important. I'll, like, explain almost, like, factually why, like, something's important or the effects of it. Yes. Like, I did an episode about the whole Roe v. Wade um, Dobbs thing. Yes. But I used it more of a space to, like, be informative, be like, this is the yep. effect it has. Because so many people just yes. thought it was like, oh, now abortion's illegal. So I was like, this is actually, like, where it's coming from. And this is the effect it actually has and some of the things exactly. that are happening be, just so people are like oh okay I see like why people think this is so important like it has all of these mm-hmm. effects more, right more of like an open discussion type forum versus like yes. this is what we believe over here and it's like exactly whoa, whoa, like exactly because even if like you are trying to switch someone's opinion like it's never by you yelling at them like it's a lot of times if someone has an opinion um, on something that you feel like shouldn't be an opinionated thing, but it's like more of a humans human rights thing. A lot of times right. it has to do with them like not understanding the full kind of the full scope of it. So yeah, you just like if you're taught if there's something you care about, like just be more informative to people, and yes. then like then people have to sit on it. That's kind of how it works. Like exactly. you learn, you sit, you digest it. Yep, and like that's that's all you can do, you know. <laughs> You exactly. The and then there's still going to be people that are going to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you got to deal with some of the naysayers. and like Exactly. Trolls, but that's just the name of the game. Exactly. But you don't want to like try and like pick fights with people like a lot of times. Yeah. Like that's not worth your mm-hmm. energy, especially if it's someone that's going to like fight with you over something that you find so important. And you're like, they're just not going to agree. Like uh, they're not exactly. worth your energy at that point. Like put your energy into people that like care and want to have a conversation and want to listen and understand what's happening so exactly yeah but so. and what I've learned is I share a lot online but I don't it may seem like oh she shares so much it's like I share probably like 20% of my life which yeah. seems crazy because I share a lot yeah um so then when people are responding I have to remind myself like they don't really know me like they know me mm-hmm. what I show exactly. but they don't really know me so mm-hmm. that helps too when it comes to like different comments or conversations I'm like you know what yeah. I know I'm I'm very much I can hear both sides, but maybe that's the you know lawyer in me. I, I'm I'm like I'm never I, I can be very like this is how I feel, but I'm so open to hearing like anyone's opinions. But people online just aren't like that, so I have to like remind myself like, hey, everyone doesn't think like this. Mm-hmm. They don't know me. Let's just let them say they what they need to say. Maybe they need to get that out. Yeah, like maybe they're having a bad day. They just need to like take mm-hmm. it out somewhere because that's right, excellent. People do mm-hmm. not know you. Like, they only know what you show. So if you're like, I exactly. know that's not me, like, whatever they comment, if you're like, that's not true, they don't know that yep. part of you. And you're like, okay, <laughs> they don't know me. Exactly. Or I will block them. Yeah, or block them. If it's block. Me. Yeah. Block, block. Bippity boppity block. You get yeah. block. block. Exactly. Or restricted on Instagram. Yeah, because you don't need those bad vibes on your stuff. Like, if they're being mean, you don't want them there anyway. Why not just block them? Exactly. Exactly. It's the uh, it's the people that come back and make another account. Then I saw. I'm like, oh my god! I saw on a girl. TikTok, if you don't get some business, it's like it's like find something else to do. But I saw a TikTok last week where somebody um, commented something really rude, and then they got blocked by the creator, and then they created <laughs> an, a new account that said, "I know you blocked me" or something. <laughs> and I was like, it's oh. like you got so much time on your hands. Like, like get. You- Exactly. And it's like, those are the people that are not worth your time and energy. Like they just, they've got something going on themselves. If they've got the time to spend doing this and that's how they want to spend their energy. Like, like what? Oh, girl, like you go work through it on their own, maybe one day, but like, that's not, that's not yours to work through. with them. <laughs> not in a place for that. <laughs> that's yeah. So that's so interesting. So have to be careful with what you say online. Don't want to get for sure. Yeah, I feel like that's once it's out there. Yeah, once it's out there, it's out there. Somebody's going to screenshot it. Something you never know. You Mm -hmm. can delete it and it could still be out there. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I'm always cautious. 
Yeah, always be cautious. And even so, like right now, you you're your own boss right now. But like, what if one mm-hmm. day, like you want to work for someone else again? Like, what if you're not doing this anymore? You want to work for exactly some big brand that you've like always dreamed of. That stuff is out there forever. <laughs> They'll find it. Exactly. Or even like clients. Like I want to have a good yeah. reputation in the community in general. Like I want referrals and all those things. So yes. I still want to, I want to be my authentic self, but I also want to be like respectful and a level of professional because I am in a profession. Exactly. And there's definitely a way to do both. Like you don't have yes. to be like this fun content creator or be like professional. Like you can still be authentic, be yourself and be fun, but exactly. not be professional in like the way you treat other people and stuff. Like just kind of the way where you put yourself out there. You don't want to be seen as like a bad, like crazy <laughs> person. Otherwise, yeah, no exactly. problem. Like a mean girl. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to be a mean girl. There'd be no clients for you then. <laughs> Period. It's like, that's horrible. Like, what? That is horrible. Okay, speaking of <laughs> clients, let's talk a little bit about your illegal life then. What's that look Ooh. like for you, balancing the two? So do you um, do you split your time 50-50? Or do you do more content mm-hmm. creation? How do you manage that? What's the vibe? Oh, great question. I haven't even thought about the percentages in a while. Um, <laughs> So right now, I would say it's, like 60, 40, 60% creative, 40% mm-hmm. okay. legal consulting. Um, I think eventually it may shift. I'm kind of okay with it where it's, where it's at right now. I almost would rather 70% creative, 30% um, consulting because I, I love creating and it's time consuming, but I will say it shifts throughout the year. So like with Q4 coming up, holiday season, it's definitely giving like 70, maybe even 80% creating and like 30 to 20%. Okay. Um, consulting because it's just time consuming. So little entrepreneurship tip. I separate my goals by the quarter. It just helps me like see and check in and like let my team know like this is kind of like how much we want to make or this is the service we want to offer or our launch dates are this. So we think about it in like quarter increments. So we always say Q4 is going to be holiday season. So it's going to be brand partnerships are going to have to be prioritized. So that means oh. kind of the conscious got to be put on the back bend a little bit. Just a little, little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's where it is right now, sixty forty, but it's about to shift. Uh, probably this next week. Next week, what's Thursday? Yeah, next it's, week is about to shift. Very it's coming up holiday season, yeah. baby. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's a fun time, but it's chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, because in YouTube we have Vlogmas. It's just a lot. Um, no, and Vlogmas yeah. is like posting a video every day. It's it's crazy because I edit my video still. Uh, I think next year I might finally bite the bullet and get an editor because okay. <laughs> it's just so time consuming. But yeah. every day is different. So some weeks I'm like, okay, one thing that's consistent, Mondays and Fridays are my CEO day. So they're my catch-all day. They're like, whatever I need, whether it's I need to go get my nail toes done or I need to do whatever. I need to prep for a shoot or I have to add an extra call or something. Like I leave those days kind of like no one can book a call. Okay. But Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is when I'm like hitting the ground running, whether it's podcast interviews like this mm-hmm. or I'm doing any type of masterclass or webinar or in-person event. I try to have any call, client calls, contract consultations I had one this morning, all that is like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Because I realized, I'm like, okay, when I first quit, I thought, okay, I have to do the Monday through Friday thing, the nine to five. And it's like, no, I can customize it what works for me. And this is great. Mondays, I don't never really do much Mondays. I hate Mondays. So I was like, why not make it a CEO day where you can like really pour into yourself, prep for the week, hit the ground running during the middle of the week. Friday is kind of like, if I need to add calls, I definitely do. Um, or if I need to add something, but I kind of leave those time, those days open. But every day is different. It kind of depends on what I need to do for the week. But I do make weekly to-do lists, and then I separate them into, into each day. So, like, if I have 10 tasks for the week, I assign them each day. And, um, yeah, so that's how I survive. <laughs> that's how you survive. So um, you said every day looks different, but, like, what does, like, today look like for you? As an example of, like, what your schedule yeah. looks like in a day. What's today look like? Yeah, so dang, this is my not workout day, but usually I work out three times a week. Uh, but yeah, so today I actually slept in a little bit because I was up late doing some editing last night. Today I had a contract consultation call this morning for an hour. Um, we're going to do a revised update on that revision because she's going to send it over and I'll take a look. Podcast interview right now. Yes. After this, I will be editing the YouTube video that's going to go up. I started it, but I'm not done with it. Editing the YouTube video, get the thumbnail done. And schedule it for this evening. Mm-hmm. I will be editing an Instagram reel. So it's more of a creative day today. Okay. Editing a, um, an Instagram reel. 
And then I will be scripting some brand partnerships. So I have a sponsor, two sponsorships coming up. And I like to script them when they're a little bit more descriptive and like detailed, just to make sure when I shoot tomorrow, so Friday is going to be a shoot day, mm-hmm. um, I can make sure that I'm hitting all the points that they need. And then my operation manager, she'll send me like, she handles my emails, systems, automations, my task management um, software, which is ClickUp. I love them, ClickUp. They're amazing. Um, and she helps with all that. So we're going to, I'm sure she'll be sending me stuff to do. Um, <laughs> yeah. And we have a newsletter going out Friday. So I need to draft that. Okay. And you, I think when we talked at Empire State of Law, you said you do two vlogs a week. Is that right? You do one on Fridays and then... One on um, Sundays. Well, it, it kind of has shit. Because I've been traveling, girl. So when I'm traveling... That's fair. As long as I get them up in that week, that's what it's going to be. But fair. the goal is always a Sunday and a Thursday. Okay. Sometimes it ends up being Friday. So today I'll have a video go up. And then um, this week I missed Sunday because I was traveling. So then Tuesday. Okay. okay and I think you said you do like one like kind of weekly like weekly just week vlog yeah and then the other one yeah. is just like whatever you're feeling that week like different things yeah sometimes it's a routine or a, a clothing haul since fall is coming up gonna mm-hmm. do some more of that kind of stuff um so yeah this one is gonna be a vlog again because New York Fashion Week vlog gotta go up you know oh yes yeah sometimes there's two vlogs <laughs> yeah sometimes there's two vlogs I feel like that's a really good way that you've kind of found to manage your time like being like I have two videos a week. It's usually this days, Monday and Friday are like my days to like get done what I have to get done. Yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, that's when all the meetings and everything happens. I feel yep. like you kind of found your balance in that. And it took me a while to get here. Yeah. Before, I mean, when I first quit, I honestly was just working like all the time. I had no like structure and I was like, I'm so burnt out already. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's that defeats the purpose of like quitting and having your the flexibility in your time. Mm-hmm. So also like I felt bad. I used to be like feel bad to like restrict my time. Like, oh, people should be able to call me at all hours. No, cut off. Like I don't accept calls after four p.m. Central Time. Like things like that because I end up working a little bit later. But it's other tasks that I need to do. So, yeah. so like that's the pro and the con of being the CEO. It's it's okay. I got to meet with my accountant and make sure that's going out. And then we had externs and like all the kind of like back end stuff that needs like my final approval. I have to make sure I have time for that kind of stuff too. Yeah. That's really smart. Having that cut off at like four o'clock, like no more calls. Cause you still have things to get done and you don't yes. want to like 3am doing them. Exactly. Cause I need sleep. Yes. We need sleep. Sleep is a weapon as you said. Exactly. <laughs> literally. Yeah. Literally. Um, you said it took you a while to kind of get to the kind of schedule you have going now like how did you kind of find that like was it like trial and error and like Mm -hmm. do you give yourself your weekends completely no work then how do you kind of handle that no so okay yes and no I'd say like it depends so a lot of it kind of depends on the season so Q4 I'm probably going to be working almost every day um Sundays if I'm uploading a vlog like I do you know I got to promote the vlog so I'm a little bit working but I try not to work on the weekends over like three three to four hours like that's like my max like if I have to work on Saturday I'm not working more than four hours max like ideally less than that and same thing with Sundays I'm not working more than four hours but the gag with me is like with vlogging it's like I'm kind of always working yeah um but it doesn't feel like work but like I'll do like a weekend vlog or like if I know we're doing like a brunch day party or something I want to vlog that so I'm working kind of around the clock to some extent but I take time for myself. I'm like, okay, my morning workout is me versus me. Like, I'm just, it's just me and <laughs> me the fitness me. studio doing what I can. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, I, that's my time. Um, and then at night, if I'm like reading, like, I like, that's why I like to read like with book, book. Cause if I'm on my phone, that's something, all of a sudden I'm on Instagram and I don't know how I got there. I don't know what happened. Oh yeah. Just, <laughs> um, so I try to find pockets of time just for myself. And then also, quarterly I'm not I haven't done great this year but I try to do like a weekend solo trip where it's just me my thoughts I can brainstorm I can like just check in and make sure like all right you have a pulse excellent let's all pulse. right I'm so glad that we're here <laughs> yeah like all right we're doing great sounds good let's, let's get back into it and then as a creative you have to have those down times to like refuel your creative meter yeah I feel like that's a lot of for a lot of creators that that's something that they struggle with at the beginning, kind of like not doing the work like 24 seven. They're like, I always have to be creating, but mm-hmm. then you do hit that burnout. So I'm happy you've kind of found that balance. You <laughs> little check-ins. But, yeah. It only took me like a year. It's fine. Well, it's, <laughs> that's okay. It takes time. You gotta, 
you'll figure it out. You know, you got to find yeah. your find your kind of wavelength, you know, wavelength is not the one I was looking and for. And be okay to pivot. Yeah. Literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I had, oh my God, there was a, there was a thought in my brain. Oh, so you said quarter four is really, really busy for you. Do you, yes. so I'm curious, do you find that as like a creator where you're like, you make, spend more of your time slightly more on creating than on lawyering, we'll say. Um, <laughs> do you find that certain times of the year are more lucrative for you where you kind of have had to like find a way to like budget and balance because different times of the year you make more money and kind of yes. planning. Yeah. So Q4, I usually make the most, which makes sense because I'm a little bit, well, busy doesn't always equate, but Q4, mm-hmm. I make a lot more money. Like that's honestly, I can make the same amount I've made and I'm I'm on the like trajectory to make the same amount I've made up until this point in one quarter, Q4. That's, that's how crazy, crazy it is. It's, it's crazy. Look at a blessing. Come on, God, I receive God. it because we're trying oh. to reach the revenue goal. Let's hope I can this year. Yes. Um, But... So the only surprising thing, because I'm in my second year, actually my in three days, it'll be my two-year anniversary oh, of full-time entrepreneurship. I've been doing this for a while since I've had my LLC since 2017, but I went full-time mm-hmm. in 2020. Um, so the first year I was like, still trying to like, I'm like, what the heck? But Q4 also, I made the most, but that was like, that was the most. Every, everything else was kind of like, mm, it was kind of like, mm, yes and down, yes, up and down, but not like drastically like Q4. This year, Q1, I made a lot. And then Q4. So I was like, it's that beginning of the year time that I made a lot. But I also spent more in the summer this year. So because traveling is back. Yeah. It's hot. <laughs> for the vlog. You know, you want you to got it. street, you That's know. So, it's for the content. Um, exactly. I'm like, it's for the content. But ironically, like my goal with vlogging and like with content is to show my life, not to vlog, not to show, not to live my life for the vlog, but for the vlog to like just watch me live my life, basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was traveling a ton this year. So I spent a lot more in the summer. So I think that's some of it too. And I'd say like people aren't, I wouldn't say everyone, but are a little bit less online in the summertime. Like we're outside, we're excited. So I think that's why Q4, Q1 is kind of like where a lot of creators make the most because people, it's cold most of the time. Like people are inside watching YouTube, watching, you know, Instagram and all that kind of stuff. So I would say like the beginning and the end of the year would be. The most, so you have, I have to budget for sure. Um, but just in general, like as an entrepreneur, every month is different. Every yeah. month is different. I can have like a, a general idea mm-hmm. of what I'm thinking I'm going to make, but it's, it, <laughs> I haven't had the same amount in, I don't think in any month, it's always like a little different. Crazy. Yeah. So I guess that's mm-hmm. like the one thing about like being an entrepreneur that you have to be like, you never like you know exactly what it's going to be every month because it's always different. Whereas if you're like on salary, you know like yes, how much I make every month. It's the same all year, so you can kind and of that was nice when I was on. I do miss that's one part I miss about salary. Yeah, the consistent. I'm like I know for a fact I'm getting this amount. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that's so interesting. But obviously, it's worth it because you love it. It's what you've been doing now for I love it. years full time. Yeah, and like it. once you have like a good like track record of like income and like it, it's not it doesn't affect you as much mm-hmm. it's it's still like a ooh, like when you have low months like ooh, you start to freak out a little bit yes. despite what's in the bank account it's just like a natural nature of like oh whoa wait a minute mm-hmm. all I'm seeing is I'm spending money and money ain't coming in what's happening <laughs> um but when you then you have like a high month and it's just like okay what if this is the most I'll make for the rest of the next three months? Okay. How can we budget this to make sure it makes mm-hmm. sense? Set some aside for taxes. Yeah. Oh my God. The taxes. Um, yeah. 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 Girl, <laughs> I'll be ready to fight for my life. Um, but yeah, and, and I have an accountant, so I'm a little spoiled. So she's, a, she also does my bookkeeping. Oh, we love that. So I just check in with her every quarter. And then like, if yeah. something comes up, she comes to me, but and I'm just yeah. like, Hey, Am I spending too much? <laughs> Am I spending too uh, much? Okay? Are we going to make it? Are we going to make it through the year? Yeah, that was our conversation last month was, uh, <laughs> or this month for going to Q4. And she was like, all right, what's, you were spending very much traveling. I said, oh, I know. We got, I know. We're going to really back in. <laughs> you were like, so. really back in. It's getting to the colder times. Like summer, summer is yep. travel. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Summer is Yeah. It, and it's, it's to be realistic. It's hard to like, be realistic when you're in the beginning when you're doing it on your own but it's nice when there's people that like are like no I'm an expert in this this is how much you need to make 
mm-hmm. in order to reach your goal. If not, let's let's bring it back in. This is the area that you're spending the most on. You always at a restaurant, cook at the house. Okay, you at the restaurant, cook at home. You know, things like that. So it, it's really helpful to have people that are um, also like invested. But hiring yeah. has been one of the hardest things to do too. So yeah, that's oh, that's crazy. I'm so bad. I'm always spending all the time, and I'm like. I need money to come in so I can spend this. I'm trying to reel back in, but me too, since it's like getting colder out now and I'm more like diving fully into school. I'm like, I know it's yes. going to wind down naturally. I don't have as much time for things and I don't want to go outside. Exactly. But um, yeah, well, I'm excited for you then. Like quarter four, it's going to be, I'm excited to see what kind of sponsors you got going, what kind of partners. Some, so exciting. I Oh my God. Like. Oh. I'm so excited. Mind blowing. I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. Like every time I get a sponsorship, I'm just like, wow. Like, especially with like a household name brand, but I'm like, this is so crazy. Yeah. Like that's why I can be oh. in this. I went to Sephora the other day and I'm like, that's so crazy that I can say I've worked with some of these brands or yeah. it's just like, it, I'll, I'll never get over that. I'll never get over that feeling. That's so, so crazy. I love that. Even like, I just got my first sponsorship for the podcast this season. And even that I'm like, Somebody's paying me for me to like say their name yes. on here. It's just crazy. It's amazing. It is amazing. Okay. I feel like we're going to wind down this main chunk of the episode. What would be like a couple tips or one tip, however many you have, for people that are maybe kind of getting into content creation? Just like what tips would you have for them to kind of get started? Maybe Ooh. find that balance because I would assume they still have a job or they're a student if they're just starting out going full-time yeah your tips kind of like what I said like make sure that you're not creating for the content like you're not just I'm gonna just go to this restaurant so that I can record Mm -hmm. unless it's like a sponsorship that's it you got you gotta you'll have to go but (laughs) like I try not to get caught up in the I need to do this for the content because you'll be chasing after the ether like you never know where it's gonna take you versus like okay if I'm doing a podcast interview right now, I could set up my phone and get behind the scenes and like talk about my entrepreneurship journey and how I'm excited to share it. And like, and I'm already doing this. So there's so many things that we all already do that is content. Like there's like the TikTok that's like, everything is content. Everything is like, that's literally everything you do is content. You're making your coffee in the morning for you. It's like, okay, I do this every day. But people love that. That just inspired me to get up. Yes. I love watching the coffee chat. Girl, I love it. It's like, what we might think is like, what? That's just something we do. Someone else might be inspired, motivated, yeah. or like just want to see what you're doing. So mm-hmm. just press record, like just literally shoot the content, put post the content, interact with your community. I don't care if it's two people in a room or 200,000, like I'm going to treat it the same way because at the end of the day, I want to just be my authentic self because that's who they're going to get attached to. And I don't want to present something different. And then they're like, girl, who was that? So just have <laughs> and have fun with it. Have fun. Don't overthink it. Don't jump into it like, oh, I got to make this much money. It's like, just have fun. And I promise you the money will come. Like the money will come. It's not always about the following. I have clients of all different following sizes. My highest client, I think he has, I just looked at it. Is it 17 million on TikTok? 12 or 17. And I have clients that have under a thousand. People are making money at all spectrums. It's Mm -hmm. not just about the following. Yeah. I, yeah, I have under a thousand and I'm making money now. So it's definitely, it's not, it's not about the following. It's about like the content you make and kind of like brands that like fall into that like niche almost. So it's not, yep. yeah, it's crazy. It's oh, so that's such There's a good, so time. many opportunities like, mm-hmm. and just time block and be realistic. Like the amount of consistency I've had this year has been the most I've had forever, like in any year, because when I was in law school for me, it was like, that's priority. I cannot record every day. I can't do weekly vlogs. I have to like post when mm-hmm. I can. So don't compare yourself. So a full-time creator that has like a team, right? Like, yeah, I don't have, I'm looking for an editor, but like <laughs> some people have editors and like videographers and photographers. It's like, and you're just, it's like, it's, it'd be just me with my little tripod. So I can't <laughs> compare like how much I can post to other people. So that's another word of advice. Like stick to your lane. Like I promise you it's going to work out. Yeah. I feel like that's really good advice too, because like if you do have a full-time job or you're a student, like that's priority. Don't be like, oh, they post this yes. many times a day. It's like, I have to like, that's their full time job. Yeah, literally. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's such a good tip. And that is something that like, I know I've 
experience like in law school i like have to find my balance because like i i don't like pay to market my podcast i just market it through social media so yeah. like i have my podcast it comes out almost every week but even like sometimes i'm yeah. like i have to skip a week because like i have an exam so <laughs> it's like you have to you've got to know your priorities and just like you know post yeah, yeah. when you post when you can be consistent when you can but like exactly and just be yourself like Someone's going to catch the vibe. Like, that's how I always say, like, I could say the same thing. Like, you need a contract. It's basic. Everybody can say, you need a contract. We all could say that. Mm -hmm. Someone is going to come to me just by the way that I'm able to deliver it. And someone's going to go to someone else instead by the way they deliver it. Mm -hmm. Like, just be you and create online. It's so many people that are on here that want to connect with you. Yeah, that's so true. Because it is a lot about how you present yourself. And, like, you don't want to present one way and then actually be the other way. Because then they'll meet Right. not you and you'll be drained like trying to put up this fake face like it's like Mm -hmm. girl yeah and you don't want to work with people that don't like your kind of vibe and personality so you exactly going in the people that will get along with you and they're the ones that want to work with you so it's just like exactly your real self and it you'll you'll find your people (laughs) yep yeah literally that's that's how social media works when it works correctly you know miss algorithm does what she wants but yeah especially they'll find you especially the instagram algorithm i feel like that's i don't even know what it is tiktok my for you page it's usually spot on tiktok for you page yeah like instagram i don't know what's going on on there i have no idea they don't know they don't they don't know they absolutely do not know they're trying to figure it out i'd be so curious we're all in this experiment with them (laughs) i'd be curious to see like what their algorithm is like what what it's based on but like i don't we'll i don't know we'll we'll find out one day maybe it'll fix it exactly at some point it'll come together (laughs) just not today (laughs) i hope so i hope so too okay i feel like that is it for the main chunk any last thoughts about living the best of both worlds cameron no just I just retweet everything we said. Just do you, be you, have fun. Like life is so short. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to rest. Yes. Self-care is so important. <laughs> Mental health is so important. But you know, I love a good little work hard moment too. So I try to find that balance and y'all can too, for sure. Yeah, I love that. Okay, we will now dive into our two little segments at the end. Okay, everybody, we are back for our two segments. So we are going to start with the how to be a better person segment. So for those that haven't listened, this is a tip of how you can be a better person this week. It could be sustainability. It could be how you could treat someone nicely this week, something you could do for someone, a cause to donate to an organization to volunteer for, whatever you're feeling. What what can we do to be better people this week, Cameron? Oh, I love that. Can I give two things? Yeah. Oh, those? absolutely. Okay. Better. One, when you're in the Starbucks line, pay for the person behind you. I do this periodically throughout the year. I know it happens a lot in the holidays, but I do it periodically. And it's so, I just feel so good. It's something about it. Like I drive off. I don't want to like see, I just, it's like being able to think like, wow, I could have really just made their day. Maybe they're like rushing to work or they're like stressing. Like, oh my gosh, I need a coffee. So mm-hmm. that's something that you can do. The second thing would be to do one thing every single day for yourself, whether that's like have a glass of water without noise or listen to your favorite podcast, (laughs) do one thing per day for yourself. And when you are a better you, you're a better you to everybody else. I love that. That's so inspirational. Thanks. Thanks, girl. That's what I try to do, girl. You're not trying. Gotta fill my cup, okay? It's so beautiful. I'm gonna go drink a glass of water after this because I'm thinking I haven't really had any today. Um, (laughs) Yeah, constant dehydration. It's a problem. We're working on it. Um, I'll give a tip of how to be a better person. I feel like I'm running out. I give tips every single week. My tip for today will be to, oh, if you have, if you have a dog, a friendly dog, let people pet it like don't just like you know how sometimes when I'm in a rush I'll just like you know walk fast and kind of ignore people (laughs) take a free 10 minutes that you have and just do like a slow stroll or just like sit over by a park or something and people they'll just come to you and they're gonna be like can I pet your dog let them pet the dog don't like run by and I love when people let me pet it Mm -hmm. yeah let the people pet it they love it pets are good for people if you have it one share the wall 
share it with people. Oh, yeah. Some people do run. Now that I think about it, that's what they're doing. I do, I do sometimes if I'm in a rush. <laughs> if I'm in a rush, if I have time, I'm always like, you could okay, try. Pitch a dog. But yeah. not you running. I bet you don't. No. Uh, the other day I was, I was in a rush somewhere and I was walking, I had my AirPods into and someone walked up and they're like, can I pet her? And I was like, sorry, like I'm, I'm running, I'm busy. <laughs> but they were like, yeah, I needed one pet. <laughs> mm-hmm. But when I have the time, I always stop and let them pet her. I'm like, she gets a little spooked sometimes by big men, but I'm like, you could try oh. just like put your hand out and let her like sniff you. She's not going to bite you, but she might run the other yeah. way. But so I'm always like, she's not going to hurt you. So you can always try to pet her. She just is. Yeah. She might not allow it. She might go the other way, but that's her business. Like she's her own person. I do not control her. She is. <laughs> she's her own being. She knows what she likes. Period. She's and, like, mm, not today, sir. Exactly. Like she was in a mood the other day. Like she didn't even really want to see other dogs. She usually loves other dogs, Ooh. runs up to them. But she was in a mood the other day. So I was just like, okay, <laughs> we're just not, we're not interacting, you know? Woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Like, take me home. Yeah, literally. She was like, Mom, it's not today. <laughs> not today. <laughs> okay. And our last little segment is a fun thing to do in your city. So you've looked in a few different cities. So honestly, you can pick Ooh. you can pick what tip you want to give for a city. It can be a place to go, a thing to do, like a, a food to try if it's something that's like unique to that city. Or a specific place? Ooh. Oh, that's so hard. Okay, I'm going to do Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, it's so much stuff to do. Okay, I'm just going to do a general and then like something else. Generally eat here. The food in Alabama is top tier. All food, any cuisine, Mexican, I mean, Italian, Southern, of course, like all the, I've never went to a restaurant and didn't like the food here. The service sometimes. (laughs) But Every, the food is phenomenal. There's so many amazing places downtown. Downtown, like on Second Avenue, you can just walk and there's food places everywhere. I love it's that. so good. Sushi, this is called shoe shop. Oh my god, it's so good. Um, as far as like activity, the Birmingham Museum, like it's just beautiful. Like it's gorgeous. It's two floors. They change it out periodically, so like it's just it's just a beautiful space. They host events there, so I would definitely say if you're in Birmingham, try the Birmingham Museum. Oh. Or the Civil Rights Museum, of course. People know about that. But the museum, mm-hmm. it's very cute and artsy. And, like, I just love it. I love museums, so I'll have to check it out. I'm a, a big museum girl, so. I'll Period. Yay. Yes. And I'll give a little New York City tip. It is the time of year where the leaves are starting to change. So if you come to New York City, take yourself on a stroll through Central Park. The leaves are starting Ooh. to change. And there's just the trees, like, being surrounded by all of them. Oh, so, so pretty. It's that time of year. Okay, now I'm tempted to go back to New York. Yeah. In a couple weeks, probably, will be, like, prime leaf time. I'm from New Hampshire, too. So, like, we get a lot of leaf peepers in New Hampshire. And mm-hmm. I'm going home this weekend. And then, I, in a again, in a month for my mom's birthday. And I feel like when I'm home for her Aww. birthday, um, or not exactly a month, three weeks, I guess, that's, like, I feel like when the leaves are usually prime. It's, like, you've got all the golds and the reds. Yeah. Oh. That's the part I do miss. Because mm-hmm. here it's just hot. So we get leaves too, but it'll be later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. That's okay. There's so many places you can go to see the leaves. You don't have to live here and deal with the harsh winters. You can just come to visit. And that is exactly it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I won't be in Manhattan forever. I cannot walk through these winters for the rest of my life. Got <laughs> it. That's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. Okay, Cameron, it was so fun to have you. Would you like to tell the people where they can follow you, your account names? Where are you? Where they can where can they see what you're doing? Yes, thank you for having me. Thanks y'all so much. You can find me in the internet streets at Cameron Monet. Cameron with a K, okay. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. I'm in almost every social media platform, Cameron Monet. And then if you want a little bit more of the legal tea, okay, if you need a contract review, if you just want to get on a call with me and like brainstorm, I offer that as well, go to thelegaltea.com and you'll find all my services there. Yes. Yeah, definitely hire her if you need any of those services. If you need consulting, like she said, she can do those. She can consult across state lines. She will not be your attorney, yep. but um, yeah, definitely exactly. <laughs> hit her up. Okay. Well, thank you for coming on. And it was 
It was a great episode. This one was so much fun. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye.